We are live. Woo-hoo. So you want to be the host uh, today, Tors? I'm uh, painting away. <laughs> okay. Um, welcome to uh, this edition of um, what's the <laughs> what's the, what are we called again? <laughs> the podcast. It's, uh, yes. Congru- Is it giant dwarf? Are Con- we? Are we giant dwarf? Epic dwarf or giant dwarf or I think we're something con- like no, that. Giant dwarf. <laughs> I think we are Congolan Creek. Congolan Creek. Can- Can- no, but we're we speaking English. For anger, motherfucker. <laughs> so we better be giant dwarfs. <laughs> well, I'm okay. the closest thing to a giant dwarf you have. It's <laughs> like hashtag uh, podcast awards of the year. So we're doing the. Um, We've already done the uh, the matchup, or we we matched up the different players. But you have to say the intro again. Okay, okay, okay. Um, welcome to this uh, episode of uh, Epic Dwarf. Did I say that right? <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck it, giant dwarf, bro. <laughs> is it though? Okay, yes, it giant is. dwarf. You're listening to the Giant Dwarf Podcast, a podcast about Kings of War and a lot of other stuff. Uh, the Bergen crew is here today, as the matchups for the first games of Reign of Kings. Uh, that's going to be held here in Bergen uh, on Saturday and Sunday this weekend. And we've gotten the lists from almost all participants, or? Yeah, almost all. We let, uh, almost all. We have one We're missing one or two, right? Yeah. I'm not sure. Okay, yeah. So we've matched up those we have. So we're going to talk about the, uh, the lists and the matchups and the scenarios. Um, could we, yeah, like I said, we, we, this, uh, this weekend we're playing, we're having the Reign of Kings tournaments. It's uh, Clash of Kings 18, 2,250 points. Ooh. Just to make sure that the guys flying in from Oslo have a hard time getting all the army in one case. And um, on the Saturday night, we're uh, planning to play uh, Zombicide and uh, uh, Warp. Warp. What's it called? Uh, Warpath, but the other Dead Zone. Game. Yeah, Dead Zone. we will bring some games, and people can play what they want. Yes. You can have some Mega Battle in Kings of War, or we can yeah. So. Oh man, we should do Mega Battle at the club sometime. Yeah, or not, maybe not that like Wednesday night, but sometime, some Saturday. Yeah. But we'll do that later. Um, okay, so um, I guess we can. Did the, uh, the, the scenario. So the first scenario is taking hold? No, it's going to be in random order. Yeah. We have not uh, rolled uh, dice for it now, but I think if, if our main uh, point of the evening is to do a list review, we shall roll the scenario beforehand because I think it's yeah. very difficult to forecast without the scenario. Yes, agreed. So maybe we can uh, start 
with the scenarios. Yeah. Do anyone uh, want to do the honors of choosing a random or <laughs> choosing a random scenario? Picking or uh, rolling the dice or whatever. Once again, let me get back into the uh, into the rules pack, and I can uh, roll a d6. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. One second. Roll dice online, and I will roll one. Oh. <laughs> I rolled a three. So our first scenario will be scavenge. Scavenge. All right, scavenge as referred to in uh, this is the last word game we played, uh, Simon. Is it? It's uh, on I page seven, se 71 in the Clash of Kings 18. One objective marker in the center and one more on the center line. And then, um, yep, then uh, you can, um, controlling unit at the beginning of the turn are able to generate the loot counter from uh, each of these three points and uh, henceforth are considered to be carrying normal loot means a reduction to movement five and loss of nimble fly abilities and um, and victory points are awarded for carried loot tokens at the end of the day yeah so, so it's not the one we played but yeah it's mm -hmm. the one where you dig up dig up loot tokens I think it's a fairly uh, fairly interesting uh, scenario <clears throat> but can uh can one unit carry more than one token? No, it's maximum. Uh, no, let's see. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, this in this scenario, units may not carry more than one loot token. Okay. Cool. Yep. So. Um, and if yeah, you interrupt it, you may elect to destroy the loot and remove it from the table rather than picking it up. Oh, sorry. The um, if a unit routes an enemy unit that is so, if you kill a unit that holds a token. You, you can choose it. to either take it or you can choose to destroy yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I guess um, there we have it. It's uh, one of the newer scenarios. So it's um, yeah. I mean, you know, with the new uh, unit strength for control, I think it will be fairly interesting. So if we if we want to move into the list, I mean, we have a we can unit start strength. we can start with table one, huh? Unit strength doesn't count into it, though, does it? For the control of the token, for the control of the tokens, like if you control a marker or not, is uh, by unit strength. Oh yes, you're right. It's in control. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. All right. It's a good thing I've written, I've read up on this scenario <laughs> before we start. <laughs> yeah, you play too much sci-fi games, man. Uh, yeah, actually, I played uh, Imperial Assault uh, at the uh, a bar called Kroken. Uh, on Saturday, and no, it was um, it was a fun experience. Um, the uh, the seats weren't that uh, good if you're going to sit and play a board game because you're like hanging over the the table. Yeah. But uh, hello, hello. Okay, so, hello. You so the first uh, yeah. matchup okay. is uh, Fred and Christian. No, the first matchup is Halvard and Thomas Risbel. Aha! Uh, the challenge. That was a grudge yeah. match. Exactly. Yep. So, so how are we going to approach this? Are we going to structure it and, uh, and speak about uh, each uh, each list and it's like entirely, or do we 
do the players see the lists or do we have to go through them or yeah we, we have to go through them. I think we can okay. read out the list yeah. uh, mm. and then compare to the scenario perhaps. Yeah, I guess so. We'll each of us takes one or uh, Jürgen yeah. takes one, I take one because you're the moderator, I guess. I guess. Yes. Okay. I need to find them. See, I'm painting. I have like a panic painting session right now. <laughs> because I'm uh, I'm going to start with Halvard in the meantime if you guys don't mind. Sure. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. So, Halvard the vicious, um, <laughs> he plays uh, elves this time around. You never know. It's always kind of, uh, you know, Halvard is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. So, in this case, it's elves. Uh, he runs a horde of uh, kindred archers with a heart-seeking chant, a regiment of storm and calf with a mech wars potion of caterpillar, two hordes of dragon riders, one with brew of strength, the other with the brew of haste, um, one regiment of uh, chariots, one horde of chariots with the wine of elven kind, uh, army standard bearer on a horse with the loot, and one um, army standard bearer with the banner of the griffin on foot. A elven mage with main chant on a horse and the black iron crown, and uh, then three units of uh, noble war chariots, mm -hmm. one of which carries the inspiring talisman, and then a very interesting choice, which is uh, the same in each elf list at this tournament is the Windborn Legendary Silver Breeze Cavalry. Yeah. A troop of that. I'm interested to see how those uh, work because I want to try them with my elf army as well sometime. All right. Do you want to? Should we comment on this before we go to Thomas's list? Sure. Simon? Yeah, I mean, we can speak about it. I mean, it's pretty clear that there's a, a solid base of, uh, of range uh, in the middle and then there is. Uh, Mobility all around. I mean, it's fast. Alpha strikers are always uh, two two flying elements. Then uh, the the silver breeze uh, calf. Uh, sorry, stormwind calf is uh, of course strong element as well. Portion of the caterpillar. So of course it's going to be um, the same thing as always. Get across the board as fast as you can and uh, destroy as much as you can via multi-charges and, uh, and just uh, alpha striking. It's just elves this time. It's just it's a lot of shooting as well with, uh, with the archers and the chariots. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, a lot of shooting. A lot of shooting. I mean, you, you, you have the chariots that can shoot um, uh, each of them and, and one has the wine of elven kind so they can move and shoot at the same rate. Mm -hmm. So uh, the overall output is, um, hang on, 20... 8, uh, 38, 44, yeah, 44, yeah, about 50, 60 shots, it, 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 and um, and most of them unaffected by, by movement. I don't anticipate the archers to move so much, so I think that, um, yeah. And the archers, are, uh, yeah, the archers are a really scary unit with their 20 shots piercing one, right, because they have the heart-seeking chance, and, and, and yeah, and um, you have the... Um, uh, mage with a bane chant three, as well supporting them. Yes. So they will shoot. Yeah, yeah I uh, saw that. It's yeah. very interesting uh, choice. I was yeah, thinking with the black about this. Crown, you've also you've almost a uh, very high uh, high chance of getting a uh, piercing. Yeah. So piercing yeah, I was uh, thinking yeah, about this myself, using it myself. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, I, I mean, of course, you know, he knows, of course, what he's doing. He's the master of list building. Um, and uh, one of the main contributors, I think we have a, I had a conversation with uh, with Morton Peterson about this today. I think we have a, 
a really alpha strike heavy meta uh, in Bergen. Mm. Um, that is like, you know, I uh, basically right now, but we will see more of that later on, is that the Jung and I are the only ones that are contributing to a trash meta in, in a way. Um, but uh, but okay, I mean I, I guess we take this later. So this list I think is a very interesting concept, and it's wielded by an extremely experienced player, uh, which I think is one of the prime candidates to win the tournament. So I think this will be an interesting matchup, especially when uh, one of you guys will go through the other list because the other list is uh, to be reckoned with as well. Yeah. Okay, we can do that. So go through the list first, and then we can talk about the scenario afterward. Sure. Um, do you want to do uh, Thomas's list? Okay. So Thomas uh, Riesbuehl, he is bringing Abyssal Dwarfs, and the list starts with four troops of gargoyles, uh, extremely good chaff units. Then two regiments of Abyssal Halfbreeds. One of them has the uh, Potion of the Caterpillar uh, for Pathfinder, and one has uh, the Dwarven Ale. And then he has two hordes of Abyssal Grotesques, one with the Staying Stone, he has an Overmaster on Great Abyssal Dragon, and he is a fighting guy with uh, eight attacks and uh, some breath attacks, and yeah, with the Brute Haste, so he has speed 11. Uh, he has an Abyssal Halfbreed Champion with Banner of the Griffin. He has a character called Bracke Bachka, which is, uh, I think he's a legendary character from uh, Edge of the Abyss. And he has the. Yeah, he's a half-breed champion, and I think he has uh, very inspiring or something. Uh, he has a special route called Barboom, which I think is um, extra powerful, inspiring. Uh, and then he, have, of course, has Basusu the Vile, with Basusu's Gargoyles, a troop, and they have the Blade of Slashing. So, five Gargoyle troops, uh, one flying uh, individual, one flying dragon. Two uh, normal cavalry units, two great uh, large cavalry units, and two mounted uh, uh, fighting individuals. So this is a very hard, fast, uh, hard-hitting, fast list. Uh, and of course, most of the units have regen as well. I think all the units have regen, five plus, except the Overmaster on Great Abyssal Dragon. That's correct. Yeah, so this is. Well, the Gorgos actually have region 3 plus. Yeah. Oh, these. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a pretty vicious list. Yeah. I, uh, I had a plan to, to, to do it like a similar list, but I, I gave up because uh, it was too, uh, too skewed. Yeah. So I sold him, <laughs> I sold him the minis that he needed to, eat to make this list. So you, you are the so cause of this. So I want Payton Thomas uh, on the Reign of Kings. Uh, yeah. You can thank me later for uh, enabling him to, <laughs> to make this list. Too, too skewed in what sense? No, too skewed in it's, it was just uh, too one-dimensional, I think. Abba, I, I mean, it's not not that it's bad, or it's it's, it's not like uh, I just I just I wanted to 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 feel a more diverse list. Yeah, that's just a personal preference. No, but I mean, you know, if you look at the scenario, what you guys what you guys talked about, I guess you know, of course, let's say Thomas Grisbill, Albert, I mean, both of them know what they're doing, right? So, but but both of their lists are not really catering towards the scenario whatsoever. I know. So it's like um, you have to run to the midline, stay there, uh, defend the token, generate loot, and secure it, and don't die. Mm. So who can do that? Okay, the gargoyles cannot. 
half-breeds can, of course, grotesques can, yeah. Everything that does loses their main feature, and that is mobility. Yeah. yeah. And it's the same for Halvard. Exactly. But I think Halvard has one advantage, and he has these chariots that can do it. Mm-hmm. He has chariots that can go in, take the loot, and then somewhat scurry off with it. Um, I, I think so, because it's like somewhat low cost. Uh, it's not an individual, it can generate the loot and carry it around. Yeah. Anything anything on Thomas' list that wants to do that suffers in a major way. I, I don't think the gargoyles are sustainable enough because they would just die due to or like ranged attacks. <sighs> and from the main hard hitting units, half breeds and grotesques, you put a lot of like eggs in one basket. If you if you limit one of those to movement five, I guess you uh you're bit pretty much like hamstrung the unit for the remainder of the game. Yeah. No, I agree. It's um, I didn't think of the the noble war chariots as being able to pick up new tokens, but you're right. So I'm not sure. Like, also, it's interesting. This this windborns they can basically wind blast people off of tokens too. Yeah, just you can't be wind blasted if you carry a new token, right? Of course. Why not? Uh, I just seem to remember something about you. If you carry a loot token, you can't be surged or wind blast, but I might be mistaken. It, it, it applies to surge at least, but I'm, I don't I don't know if it applies to. It cannot. Yeah. While carrying loot token, loot counter, a unit speed is reduced to five. It cannot be targeted by wind blast or surge. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fly and nimble special rules while carrying. Them. Uh, how? I mean, you know, what are you going to do? Like, if if I'm Thomas, I don't really know how to how to pick up this. Uh, you know, if if I'm him, I just go full full force, hit the elves as hard as I can, and as, if yeah. there's nothing else standing, then I just kind of pick up one counter and call yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I think as well. Like maybe hold like one or two troops of gargoyles in uh, reserve and and pick stuff up after you've uh, the field enough. Yeah. But one or two gargoyles in reserve is also something where he then, yeah. you know, then he is lacking chaff because, okay, exactly. we see he has four hard-hitting units. Yeah, half-breeds, uh, two, grotesques, two. Okay, his, he has exactly four units of gargoyles plus the fifth one for this Pazuzu gargoyles in order to uh, in order to chaff it a bit. Uh, but the elves on the other side have the same movement. They um, have all of them have movement ten, so all of them basically outdistance each of those hard hitters and can take away the thunderers on all of them. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, no, yeah, because his uh, the Draken Riders also outrange his hard hitters. Yeah. So it's going to be. Uh... Question is if they can one shot them because the grind they can win. Yeah, and if they overextend uh, the rest of the uh, Abyssal army, Abyssal Dwarf army will will chew them up if they're not supported. I I I know already this Basusu going to fly into those archers. I know yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, th- I think that's why he's there. Yeah. Uh, Leroy, Leroy oh, Jenkins uh, yeah. straight into the archers. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So what are your predictions? I don't know. Yeah, it's a hard. Uh, it's a it's a it's a bad scenario for both lists, but it's almost equally as bad for both. I don't yeah. know, Jung. What do you say? Uh, I think actually, Holvard has the edge because of his uh, range attacks. So 
Thomas, he, uh, he he can move anywhere where it's safe. And um, yeah, Halvorsen has speed on his side. Yeah, he has more flying and he has more speed nine. Yeah, and he's and he has shooting. And he has, so. and he has shooting. Yeah. yeah. So and, I th- um, my prediction is that uh, this will be a hard game for uh, Thomas because. All his chaff is so dies so easily as well, and uh, when you can just reach out and touch it with some shooting, and he has so much shooting, then he loses so a big uh, advantage. Yeah, I would say this. I, I would say uh, I wouldn't say it will be hard. Like, of course, it's a hard game, but I don't think it will be a landslide win for Halvard. I think it will be no, 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 Halvard in a closely called slugfest. <laughs> and that's the be- best kind of game as well. I think it's going to be crazy. Actually, <laughs> it's going to be pretty draining for both of them at the first game. Yeah, yes, of course, it's very good. Yeah. You know, you let the best yeah. ones take, take themselves out first, and then you know you beat them. Some raining, raining <laughs> up to the second. To, to yeah, win. you know, some, some some people you know have a history of submarining successfully. So uh, that's just the way it is. <laughs> like some Germans we know. Yeah. I don't know what the Germans have to do with submarines here, but. Uh, <laughs> No, but it's, uh, of course, I think, uh, well, anyway, my prediction, Halvard and a very close one. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't disagree. I, I can second that. <clears throat> All right. Should we do the next um, matchup? Sure. Freddy versus Christian. Yes. I'll, um, okay, do you um, want to start reading the Goblin list, Simon, since you play Goblins? Oh, sorry. No, no, yeah, gob- uh, Ogres. Christian's list, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I can. That's not a problem. Uh, give me one sec. Okay, I just have to scroll. Um, okay, Christian uh, Bergenguy runs a list uh, containing a regiment of red goblins, one, two hordes of ogre warriors. Uh, both of them have uh, two-handed weapons. One has the blessing of the gods, and uh, the other one has the chant of hate. Then there's a regiment of uh, siege breakers, a horde of siege breakers with the brew of haste, two units of shooters, one regiment of chariots, an army standard bearer with the boomstick, Grokagamok, one, two, three red goblin blasters, and one <laughs> regiment of nice. uh, red goblin sharp sticks. Cool. Yep. So he. This is veteran ogre players. What's your uh, first impression? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you know, my let, let's say I don't know. If you, if you look at this from, uh, you know, when you design an army list, you look at okay, how you deal against alpha striking list, how you deal against uh, target saturation list, how do you deal against uh, like spam list, and how do you deal against uh, deal with like heavy flying. So my my immediate question is, how are you gonna defend flyers? It's I worth don't to point out uh, that Christian, uh, I believe, has played something like two or three games of. Uh, yeah, games this of I, I I I thought about this as well, and I, of course, uh, probably we will speak about the matchup a little bit later. So I, I, I when when I saw the list uh, of the matchup, I was like, man, this is a little bit of a, almost like a bit unfair draw. Like you know, this is a, a uphill battle for him right from the get go. So uh, I mean, of course, Ogas are a great army, man. Like you have a lot of cool stuff. You have uh, the Red Goblin Blasters. You could, if you are, if I was him and I would have this list, I would use the Red Goblin Blasters depending on the list, either in the as chaff uh, uh, with threat projection, or if I'm facing an Alpha Strike list, like 
a list which contains a little bit flying elements, like the one he's facing right now. We will talk about it in a second. I would use them in the backfield because that's your only way. And then you have to just make sure that your shooters fire as many shots as possible because they are very easily dislodged, very easily disordered. And, uh, and of course, with the reload, it's, um, it's, it's an issue, especially when we, when we play the Epic Dwarf, uh, uh, a map pack. Um, we have, a we have a lot of terrain and, and a big limit on, on firing lanes. So, um, I, I mean, you know, it's all, it's all the list. If, 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 if he can grab you, he will crush you. The question <laughs> is if he can do that. Yeah. So, should I read, uh, his opponent's list. That is Fred. Yeah. Okay. So Fred, uh, he is bringing undead. And it starts off with a cursed pharaoh with the wings of the honeymaids. He has Jarvis, a lich king, uh, with uh, which is mounted, and has lightning bolt five. Uh, then a revenant king on undead worm with wings, and another. Revenant King on Undead Worm with wings. Uh, a troop of ghouls, a horde of revenants with a blade of slashing. Uh, a wraith troop, another wraith troop, a regiment of zombies, and another regiment of zombies. Then a horde of werewolves with a dwarven ale, and a horde of whites with blessing of the gods. Huh. So it's an undead list with a lot of good stuff in it. Uh, the Cursed Pharaoh, of course, is a star player, and um, the, the Flying Revenant Kings are, are uh, quite good for the points. Jarvis is a nice support character, as well as the Lich King, mounted. So he has a lot of Surge, he can do some Surge tricks. Uh, the Revenant Horde is hard to shift. The Wraith troops are amazing for locking down enemy units. And, uh, of course, Werewolves with Nimble are uh, a good unit for getting around and uh, setting up threats. And Whites hit like a ton of bricks with, uh, and with all that surge, they can really be a threat. So, um, I think this is a good setup. Yeah, what's, what's your history with that list, Jürgen? <laughs> no, I played a, a version of this list. I, I don't think it's actually the same, but I think it's done something to it. Uh, but uh, this list, uh, minus the uh, one of the Flying Revenant Kings, uh, placed second on, in Reign of Kings last year. So it should be yes, able it's to. Not, uh, not unimportant for our discussion. Nope. So what do you see as the um, this main strength of this list? Um, he has a lot of uh, he has some very speedy uh, units. He has uh, three flyers and one horde of werewolves. No, he has four flyers with the uh, cursed peril and the werewolves, which uh, are speedy and hit hard. And um, the actually five flyers. Five, okay. Cursed Pharaoh, two remnants on uh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. and the dwarf and two yeah. race troops. So five flyers and the the. Yeah. Um, the rates are good for shutting down the shooting as well as the Revenant King, I mean the Cursed Pharaoh. And he has some units that can really take uh, a beating in the Revenants. So um, I think he has uh, a potential to, to shut down much of um, the Ogolist uh, uh, being able to move, move where they want. Uh, one thing that could cause a problem is the uh, Red Goblin Blasters because this Undead list doesn't really have any sure shot way to stop them. I think that there are eight lightning bolts 
that can shoot them off, but uh, that might not be enough. And if they, uh, if you can't stop them, then he will suffer a bit, I think. So, like you said, Simon, uh, if he puts, if Christian puts his uh, red goblin's blaster uh, at the back, where he's out of range of the flyers, maybe, and uh, out of, he'd be able to uh, to counter charge and, and blow up. Not that, not that that might that might actually be a problem as well as if he's too close to his own troops. But <laughs> yeah, I think I think this is better than putting them in front. The question is that okay, where are the tokens placed, and how does the terrain look in that area? Can uh, can Christian limit uh, the playing field to let's say one half or two thirds of a board on one side, and say okay, I, I cut off this area, I limit angles, I use the board edge to defend one side. So I only have to defend, uh, let's say, one edge against potential flyers setting up flank charges. Then he can run one uh, one uh, red goblin blaster in the back, two in the front, and actually have some like threat projection because you don't want them blowing up in your area either. No. So um, I, I think the, the name of the game should be space denial, especially in face of like this wraiths, because they are candidates to be surged if you can't touch them and they are able to. Just by staying out of the shooting lanes of the of the shooters, being able to to, to shift the shooters, for, force them to move. Um, so ah, a classic refused flank, and then we can use the red goblin blast. That's how we want, I think. Yeah. All right. How do you think about the scenario uh, in relation to this? I think the undead have have some units that can pick up tokens, but the, of course they lose their ability to be searched, which is not good for them. Um, I think for picking up, digging up tokens, I think ogres are perfect, but they lose yeah. only lose one, uh, one speed. Yeah, they lose nothing by picking it up, and they have the uh, staying more staying power than uh, regimental zombies. Yeah, uh, or ghouls. But the rebel is good for that. Zombies will pick up. I think we will see both zombies with uh, with the loot counters at the end of that game. Yeah, I think so as well. It's too many flying uh, yeah. threats for, uh, uh, which means it's, it's going to be hard to, to take out the, the zombies. Yeah, and he, he can't just uh, move forward and, and park on the, 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 the objectives because he will be charged and surged upon. And, yeah. I mean, the ogre player. Yeah. So how do you feel about the um, matchup, or the uh, do you want to? I actually played. I played this. You know, last year Thomas Rispel came with a ogre list with three goblin blasters. That's true. And I won uh, with this almost exact list, 91. <laughs> <laughs> so I predict, I predict that Fred will take this home. Yeah, I tend to agree. Yeah, I tend to agree, but uh, but I think that. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's 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 quite. Uh, I think the the Ogilist has something. Uh, it's just uh, maybe meeting meeting such an experienced or internationally experienced and renowned player in the first game for somebody who doesn't play so much. I think is a yeah. bit a little bit of a tall order, and uh, I think uh, Christian will uh, will become better as the tournament wears on. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think it will learn. I think it will learn a lot from the, from this game. Yeah. One thing though is I noticed is not that it's, this scenario is. A, is the uh, most important re regarding unit strength, but because um, I counted the unit strength for all the armies, and Christian is uh, actually the army with most unit strength in the entire uh, in all the lists. It's 26. 
26, that's why. Compared to Fred's 18 unit strength. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is not dominate or, or push, but uh, it's still... Um, or invade, I mean. But it's still, I mean, you have to be able to control the, um, the uh, objective markers as well. And if you if there's a ton of ogres standing close to the objective marker it's going to be harder to uh to, to, uh, to dig it up i'm not sure how that will affect the outcome but we will see yeah. i mean we we should post our predictions i mean you know get the people fired up a bit and then we see where we are at the end yeah okay so next matchup yeah i'm in the next matchup i'll be right back yeah so do you have the this matchups? Is, yeah, I have the matchups. Simon, uh, Jens versus Simon. Jens versus Simon. And the main. I will. Yeah. Yeah. You want to read Jens's list? Yeah, I can read the Jens list. He has uh, two regiments of. Uh, he's a, it's an elf list. He has two regiments of uh, kindred archers, uh, a horde of tall spears with brutal strength. Two regiments of Stormwind Cavalry, one with a uh, Caterpillar Potion. Uh, one horde of Draken Riders with Dwarven Ale. Two Dragon Breath. A Standard Bearer on a horse with Loot of Insatiable Darkness. An Elven Mage with Bane Chant and Inspiring Talisman. A Dracon Rider Lord with Brew of Haste. And the Windborn uh, oh. Legendary Unit. And a... Allied unit of uh, horde of boomers. <laughs> boomers, oh, cool! What a surprise! What a surprise! Okay, so let's see. It has not the amount of shooting that uh, Alva's list has. No, it's a nice and varied, uh, varied. It's uh, a nice and varied units, not uh, not that many of the of the uh, one plus. Uh, choices that we often see in, in our lists. Hmm. But there are some strong strong units here. You have the um, speedy elements with the Stormwind Cavalry and the Draken Riders. And you have some shooting, but it's more short-ranged with the Dragon Breath and um, the Boomers. Yeah. And he doesn't have... He has two regiments of Kindred Archers. Well, they are good. They have Elite and Hit on 4+, so... Should cause a problem, and of course the Windborn with their seven shots, um, Windborn arrows. I don't know what that means. Uh, it means uh, for each hit, uh, you push the unit back uh, in the same way as the, the Windblast spell does. Oh, so so they they attack with like a Windblast spell instead, yes. but they yeah. do damage as well. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, so you you push it back one inch for every hit, but then you also roll damage for every hit. Ah, I see. No, I think it's a nice, nice, uh, quite balanced list. Mm. So, should we just uh, move on to uh, his opponent? All right. If you want to read Simon's list. Oh, is it, this is Simon. <laughs> Let me see. Simon the Cheesemeister. So, so he starts it off with a um, horde of sharp sticks, and here comes the cheese! Three hordes of spitters! 
two, two hordes of trolls, one with Dwarven Ale and one with the Chalice of Wrath, a regiment of Fleabag Rider Sniffs, three War Trombones, one Flagget with the Diadem of Dragon Kind, he is mounted, uh, one Flagget with Kappa's Holy Hand Grenade, he is also mounted, and then a Flagget with Loot of Insatiable Darkness, he is on foot, and three Wizzes, all with Lightning Bolt and Alchemist Curse, a Mincer, and two giants. Oh, oh, <laughs> so Simon has brought the. I would say a, um, a varied list as well, with both shooting and melee uh, capabilities. Of course, I've played uh, versions of this list before, and uh, what causes the biggest problems are all the tiny shooting elements, the wizards and the war trombones and uh, because you concentrate so much on taking out the big stuff and then you have all this small stuff running around in between just uh, putting on small uh, pips of damage and in the end you realize you're so damaged you don't uh, live to fight another day so it's um, yeah, it's a strong list um, and I think I played uh, ver uh, different versions of it many times and I've I think I've only won once, so um, I think uh, Jens may be in for a tough game. Yeah. There's also so many elements to get rid of, with and with high nerve as well, with three, uh, four hordes with 1921. There's a lot to chew through, Yeah. and uh, I'm not sure there's enough punch or, or shooting to, to be able to, to take it out uh, in due time. But Jens has the... Like the, the the breath attacks, which are yeah. have an output of many many attacks, uh, and with the goblins and their low defense, they are prime targets for the dragon breaths and the and the boomers. But I agree, I tend to agree that uh, Simon has maybe too many units to get through in too little time. And he has lots of uh, good uh, choices for picking up. Uh, he can just uh, put his hordes close to the tokens and start digging. And uh, Jans will have to do something about it. And then he has all this War Trombone and Lightning Bolt and Alchemist Curse uh, in backup that will really cause a problem, I think. Yeah, like I, I can imagine in like just like marching all the... Uh or the hordes uh, of goblins towards the objectives and, and uh, uh, let's see, uh, patrolling them yeah. with, the, with the hordes with the high unit strength. And yeah. then if the elves try and get in, they have war trombones and uh, yeah. individuals with, with shooting attack yeah. waiting for them. Yeah, I don't think the short range, actually, the short range shooting won't help Jens that much, I think, because the goblins can also take them out from afar. So, uh, hmm. yeah. No, I um, I think this is going to be a rough, a rough game for Jens. Yeah, Simon has a strong list, uh, so uh, it will be a rough, rough game for anyone who plays uh, Simon with this list. I think. Absolutely. So, are you there, Simon? Uh, <laughs> I I, uh, I I'm not sure. Like I, I think that the scenario which we rolled up previously, of course, it suits me. Um, yeah. There's no doubt. Uh, I don't have much experience playing against elves, but uh, but we will see. I mean, I mean, it's going to be interesting. Uh, like like you guys said, and I think the scenario gives me a slight edge. 
And what you guys, uh, we have not spoken about at all is like, okay, you have a lot of stuff to chew through with, uh, with the four hordes, but okay, what's on the other end of that? Yeah. It's also not, I mean, you know, first you have to chew through it, and then there's some trolls, and there's some giants, you know, and yeah. there's also a Minza, so we have, let's say, brutal counter yeah. uh, charges with, uh, let's say, a high punching power, because all of them are minimum crushing too, yeah. um, with the opportunity to get the Bane Chant on top, so... I mean, not that it matters against elves, really. They're quite squishy, but um, but uh, it's. Um, I think I, I I like the balance. You know, you, I can play all games, like the range game, close combat game, and uh, and I think uh, low uh, armor values uh, from the elves. They 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 help me out here a bit. I think. Yeah. Come join our tournament, Conquest. Conquest takes place at the Anchor Hotel in Oslo between the 11th and 13th of January. The Friday is an optional team event which goes in the evening and the main event is on the Saturday and Sunday. Conquest was Norway's biggest Kings of War tournament last year and we hope to grow even bigger. We have a bar and you can even bring your beer to your gaming table. Check out our website conquest.2d6.no That's conquest.2d6.no Hope to see you there. All right. Should we do the next matchup? Sure. It is uh, myself, Truls, versus Jan. Okay. Okay. Do you guys want to read the lists? Yeah, you take Jan. I take Truls because <coughs> I played. Yeah. So Jan with ogres. He has a horde of he's yeah he has a horde of siegebreakers a horde of hunters a horde of shooters with blessing of the gods two hordes of boomers a warlord with a mace of crushing an army standard with a healing charm a red goblin bigot uh, mounted of course two red goblin blasters a giant um, the warlock called Nomadarok uh, and uh, he is accompanied by Grokadamok's finest braves. So uh, this is a, also a varied list, um, not too much shooting. Um, he has uh, Siegebreakers with Defense 6 in the front, he has Hunters with Pathfinder, he has Boomers that can really uh, give uh, you a hard time close up, and he has the Red Goblin Blasters which uh, provide some uh, board control. Um, not a skewed list in any way, balanced, and he has a horde of braves, braves as well. Um, I think this is a nice and powerful list, but of course uh, it's very rounded, so you don't uh, excel in anything. Not big on shooting, and yeah. Um, let's see what his opponent brings. Before we do that, what's uh, I don't know I don't, don't know this uh, Numago character. What's his? Uh, he has some special. Oh, you're you're, you're fishing for hints, truth. <laughs> 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 no, he has. Uh, 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 he is a uh, warlock, but he doesn't have lightning bolt. He has fire bolt, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he has five attacks uh, with piercing one, and he has yeah. bait chant and. I think that bloodlust rule is if you successfully cast Bane Chant on a unit, then they gain, I think it's Vicious, or maybe? Do you know, Simon? Hmm. 
That's cool. Never used the guy, but uh, if you give me one second, you can just, uh, if you scroll down on the list, you will see it. Let's see. Bloodlust. Yes. So if you cast Bane Chant on an, or heal on a friendly unit, they will also gain Vicious. Oh, Which is cool. nice. Yeah. That's crazy. So let's hear from uh, Simon what uh, Tuls is bringing. One second, I have to switch. Uh, I was now trying to read your bloodlust. Okay, Trulz uh, is bringing the Reign of Kings 18. A horde of black souls with the brew of strength. A regiment of immortal god who have uh, uh, a kennel of mutated throwing mustards. Um, a horde of slave orcs. Two troops of gargoyles. A horde of uh, obsidian golems, the lesser ones. Uh, one regiment of slave orc go riders. One regiment of half-breeds with fire oil. One uh, horde of uh, grotesques with the uh, caterpillar potion, and then these dreaded uh, Katsushian rocket launchers, uh, two of them. A slave driver with the loot, a ha abyssal half-breed champion with a blade of slashing, the Ravak Dalkin, and Infernoch himself. It's like Master Blaster. Ravak Dalkin and Infernoch always show up at the same spot. Yep. Yeah, Trulz. I mean, I played this list, I think. Trulz, didn't I? Yeah, I did, eh? Yes, I that's I, correct. I sent it, it to Jürgen like a month ago because <laughs> I couldn't bother painting anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but it's a good list. It was, uh, it was difficult uh, to play against it. It was very hard. You, uh, Trulz will just move up the Black Souls, up the middle, claim the middle, sit there. Immortal Guard, same thing. Fearless, cannot be wavered, will march up, claim a token. Um... Slave orcs, maybe as well. I mean, it has a lot of bodies, but at the same time, also striking capability. And these rocket launchers are a fucking pain. <laughs> <laughs> they are totally not okay. Yeah, because, okay, he just put them behind uh, something that is uh, defense one. Like, you know, Jan will not have no way of touching them. There's no chance. Yeah. You can't touch them. And they have a very, like, they are not so volatile in performance because they have three attacks. Fine. Okay. So so they have let's say one uh, D three blasting hit. So on average two 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 hits per round. Uh, this is four wounds coming out of this block of 170 points uh, per round. That um, is vicious. So yeah. I, I think that a lot of people will be. I was very surprised. I think they just blasted away one of my giants. I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> so. Um, well, and uh, I think it's a little bit underestimated. And then, of course, you have a guy that uh, can never be uh, can never be talked enough about, and that's uh, in the halfway champion, a very very serious player, uh, crushing strength three. Like he can pop almost anything, hold it up, and take up the fight. So it's um, Trulz has the tools. If you are <laughs> going to say it like that, yeah. I mean, you know, Infernoc doesn't suffer with loot. The elemental stone suffer, or the golems, or what the name is this? Uh, they can uh, be searched, though, that's the only thing. But yeah, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to, doesn't no, have to search. No, it doesn't matter, because you have one, for, like, you're not going to search them anyway, because you will just m march up in one line, together with your uh, with your black souls, together with your immortal guard, and with, together with your slave orcs on one flank to just control it and put bodies between the Jews and, and the enemy. And then you're just going to move up, sit there, okay. And you know that you can't outdistance the other guy, but you can take a charge and you can hit back because you have defense 5+, plus, 6+. Plus. 
and a way of healing it. So I I think uh, this is a very uh, I think it's probably the best list you've played so far. Thank you. I I enjoy it because it's very it's a lot more varied than the grotesque uh, spam list that I originally planned to use. Yeah. This has a bit of everything. It has, like you say, you can control. It can. Uh, it has the bodies to control objectives. It has the slow moving stuff with a lot of nerve that can carry loot. It also this has is, you know, punchy stuff. And when we when we when we discuss lists like that, of course we have to stay on topic. And if you're gonna ask next, okay, how are you gonna do? Uh, how are you gonna do in that game? I think you 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 will win, you will win this game, or your chance of winning the game are quite high. That's my 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 initial uh, impression. But when when we speak about list building, let's say in general, I think that lists that are very balanced. If you look at a tournament as a whole, like as a holistic uh, holistic experience from game one to game five. Uh, I think lists that are have a great balance and ca can deal with all kinds of opponents uh, serve you better than heavily skewed lists. And if you if you take it all the way back to what I said in the beginning about our Alpha Strike meta, I think that people will see and 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 we will we will talk a bit about it when we come to Jürgen's list also that that uh, bringing some more bodies, be it cheap or not, it it uh, decreases the volatility of your list, so it gives you a fighting chance in or optimizes your fighting chance in more scenarios against more varied opponents and I think your list of this very very well A and B uh, uh, it puts a little bit more stress on the player itself you know because because of course you, you, you have to worry about more things it's not like easy button playing like okay uh, everything has, has moved 10 we just fly over there kick their ass with multi charging high attack small frontage units and, and then just hit them it's, it's not the easy button but it's a very rewarding experience, and I think that uh, that this list is a very good example of that. Abyssal Dwarf, good example of that, I think. And I lost to it, I have to say. Yeah, I lost <laughs> to it as well. So. I lost to it, uh, just uh, so that you guys know. Uh, full disclosure. <laughs> oh, it's. Um, I like the, the list. I, ha I haven't had as much experience as I want to, but uh, I'll probably bring something like this, maybe minus the... Uh, well, I have to take something out, but I'm, I'm bringing something similar to this to to um, to conquest. Yeah, cool. And I want to instead of just making random uh, skewed lists, I want to wanted to build one list that was uh, more balanced, and then play a lot with that one list instead of just trying to outsmart Halva. Let's <laughs> build it. Building. No. Oh, it's a very difficult thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, I, I, I can't do that. So I'll, I'll, I'll make this list, and it has some of a uh, little bit of this and a little bit of that, and then I'll just try and, and learn how to use it. But if, if I if I can ask you a question, like if I if I was gonna point at a weakness, of course I you know I you know I, I like to play like I'm a ranks and flanks guy, right? I like to have boots on the ground. We go there. And then we punch the other guys, and then we see at the end who stands. So I'm not uh, this kind of like, you know, ah, a nimble, ah, and uh, then a flying, and then flank charge from halfway across the board behind two threes, and uh, no, 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 none of that. But how are you going to handle mass flyers with this? Well, um, I have the half pre champion who will be able to. Uh, ground and units I want to fly behind me. I have some uh, goal uh, surgible units that I can spread out uh, throughout my battle line that could dis 
try and, and, and dissuade someone from landing. Uh, I could use like maybe uh, slave orcs in the front uh, and then make it like a layered. Plus, yeah. I, will, I will have the, uh, the the more the slave orcs or and maybe also the go riders in the uh, in the front and then have the other things in the back, so it's hard for him to to land. And you have maybe. gargoyles as well. Gargoyles as well, yeah. To to make it harder to to land behind. But uh, honestly, this is I haven't played against uh, a heavy fire list, so I will know in practice. But in theory, at least that's uh, that's what I'm thinking. Gargoyles are like bubbles, you know, they just uh, explode. So, I, I'm not sure, like, this would be something. But in this matchup that you have against John, I think you have the edge. We'll see. Okay, so the last... Oh, did we want to say something about the scenario as well? Or I think... Yeah, I think we both have... Pretty good um, chance of, of taking and carrying and loot items. Like you said, uh, maybe uh, I mean I have a lot of bodies that so can just march up and, and try and control the center. But uh, the ogres also also do have that. So I'm not sure if the scenario plays uh, or um, prefers uh, prefers one uh, list in front of the other. In this in this matchup, you mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. In this matchup, you have the edge. Ooh. You have the edge, I think, because he can't shift you, and you can just like you know, you can just sit back, fire. Like, he has to march up. At some point, you march up. You dispute like you you dispute his control of the tokens, or you even charge them with the alpha strikers and hold them up while you march up behind with the other guys. So. <clears throat> I think that yeah, you have yeah. more more tools to play to to work with, and at the same time you have some flyers, you know, that can always just sit there, threaten flanks, give him stuff to think about, like even create a diversion just to just to fly around and be annoying, like because of course gargoyles on the flank are nothing nice for nobody. All right, should we do the last uh, matchup or the last last matchup we have uh, lists for anyway? Yeah. So this. It's uh, Bjorn versus uh, Jürgen. Oui. I can read uh, Jürgen's list, and you can read Bjorn's oh. list. I'll start yeah. with Jürgen. He plays. Uh, you play Kingdoms of Men, starting with a horde of foot guard with brute strength. Uh, two militia mobs, uh, troops of militia mobs. One horde of berserkers. Twenty regiments of bowmen. Oh, that's why you're uh, painting. Uh, Moment, yeah. <laughs> Painting Plutonian uh, arches right now. Yes. All right, I get it. Uh, a horde of knights, a horde of knights with a yes. potion, of course. A horde? Attacks. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that unit, it, it, yeah. Wow. Just uh, um, two siege, art uh, three siege artillery. Uh, one hero, no, it's two heroes uh, on Pegasus. Uh, one standard bear on a horse with loot of darkness, and one on a horse with boomstick, and three wizards with lightning three and drain life six. So that's Jürgen's list. A lot of bodies, some shooting, 
some uh, a lot of uh, annoying uh, individuals, <laughs> or even yeah. Uh, no, it's a um, it's a cool list. Let's see the. Um, I have no experience uh, with Kingdom, so I can't really. But I'm, I'm, I played I'm against it. Yeah, I played yeah, against let's, it. Let's hear your. Uh, yeah, uh, I lost. <laughs> <laughs> no, I lost. Uh, but I think that if we were playing again, I think it would be a bit different. But I think I lost. Uh, I, I lost this time. Yeah. yeah, because I didn't identify the main threat, and I'm not gonna say it because I would spoil a young's plan, and I don't want to do that. So, um, uh, yeah, it's, moment. No, no, it's not. Uh, it's not uh, nice, but uh, but of course this list is very good because it has a lot of like, it has a lot of targets. It's it controls the board similar to my list. Um, it ha carries a lot of shooting, and uh, this is a very very big night horde. That is very annoying when it shows up and usually like one shots everything it touches. So, I I, I think this list is very good. Uh, for uh, for the tournament because together with the goblins that I'm bringing it shows that let's say non-alpha strike lists uh, are a viable choice mm. and uh, I, I, I would uh, vote for one like for Jürgen to be one of the prime contenders to win the tournament Ooh. I think so I think it's uh, between Resbul and Halvard and, and Jürgen oh, don't be uh, don't be shy <laughs> We'll see. You know, it's in my nature to be shy. <laughs> so, <laughs> sure it is. <laughs> that, uh, sorry, uh, what? <laughs> it's uh, no, but if you look at uh, let's say let's say the dwarf list uh, of Bjorn. Um, uh, by the way, he comes from Oslo. Yeah, yeah. I think the Oslo guy. Yes. Oh, right. I, I thought it was uh, one of the. It was not. It's not our like... Bjorn, is it? Uh, Bjorn no, no. It's uh, it's um, Bjorn from Oslo. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very nice guy. Likes to drink beer and break cups. Sounds or like so You have some, uh, you know, if you have any hobbies, you know, breaking cups should be one of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it keeps you busy breaking yeah. all the cups around. Yep. So, uh, no, no, you have, um, you're bringing a, a horde of Bullwalkers, two hordes of Earth Elementals, one with the Diadem, the second one with Kawahuli and grenades. Um, the Brox Regiment with Brew of Strength. Flame Belcher, Berserker Lord on Brock, of course. Uh, the half-breed equivalent, <laughs> half-breed champion equivalent. Uh, sto sto stone two Stone Priests, one with Bane Chant, one with Drain Life. Uh, Greater Earth Elemental, and then this uh, Golox Fury Legendary Steel Behemoth. And then, of course, allied for good measure, uh, Horde of Elohai. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Wall of Defense 6, I guess. Yeah. Wall of, wall of Defense 6, one flank Elohai, one flank of uh, this uh, Brock, and, uh, and the Golox Fury behind oh, it. Yeah, oh, of course, it's standing behind all this shooting, because it's height 4, right? Yeah. It's it a is monster. Four. Yes. Of course you it just should be. stand behind everything and, and fire its gun, which is uh, D6 plus 25 attacks. What the fuck? <laughs> no, I think the gun is actually 18 attacks. Um. Okay. Oh, yeah. Golok's yeah. gun. Yeah. Golok's gun. 
Yeah, the but attack is probably in that, that Eunice is, is pure. I love this alliteration. Gox gun. You imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Gox gun. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yes, okay. Um, no, range of 18 inches with 15 attacks. 15, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. And inside inside uh, 12, it gets rather painful because he can throw the hand grenade and he can throw this, uh, he can do this diadem of dragon kind. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just a wall of dudes, right? Like, you march forward and you bring it. And then the question is, like, can they, uh, can they grind it out? Can they grind it out? Or, can, actually, can they, I think the core question is, can they protect their flanks? I think yeah. this, is, this will be the core question, because you see that all of this stuff is big. Like, you have elementals that are high, you have, well, high in height, not high. Mm. But uh, you have... Uh, yeah, <laughs> stones. They are stones. The elemental yeah, stone, stone trees. Uh, now on a greater earth elemental, like everything has a lot of height. Jung has uh, some war machines. So let's see. I mean, I, I, it will be interesting. Like, can they protect their flanks? Because of course they will march up the middle. The humans will shoot at them. We will see what arrives uh, and what dies because, as unless they are in in range of the drain life, they have no way of healing. So we will see what arrives, and then the question is what is happening on the flanks, who can win the battle on the flanks, because I think the Dwarven line will be very short. Yeah, it's very so, compact, it yes. won't fill out uh, much table space. And is it is it enough, like the, the question is, is it enough to just put the horde of Elohai on one flank and say, okay, this flank is secure, 300 mm -hmm. points, here we, go, here we go. Is that enough? I think it is not, because it gives you one element, Strong element, I, I agree, one of the strongest uh, alpha strikers around, but unsupported. Uh, it inspires itself, okay, but uh, but still, I'm, I, I, I don't think. I think this battle will be delayed in the middle, but lost on the flanks, I think. Yes, no, is, I, uh... is it delayed in the middle so much that it's enough time for all of these heavy hitters to dig out some tokens, while Jürgen is still sitting back because he can't afford to get into hand-to-hand -hand with them? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I can imagine because, like you said, it's it's uh, it's uh, not very tempting to get too close to <laughs> the legendary steel behemoth and his uh, shooting earth elementals, uh, and, and yet uh, I'm not sure the siege artillery will do enough damage or the bowmen to all this defense six. This fucking so. siege artillery, man! Like, I mean, honestly. <laughs> this siege artillery is annoying as hell. And also remember, he can only kill one unit of bowmen a turn if he wants to kill them. What is yeah. he going to shoot at? Like, like, what is he going to shoot at? It, uh, it's it's uh, army. Yeah, the berserkers, I guess. For example, like a big hole. Oh yeah, yeah, that's fine. But while the berserkers are being shot at. All the other shit is shooting back. Yeah. So uh, this is target saturation. Like the concept is yeah, a little bit I, similar than the goblins. Just, uh, yeah, but the problem is I, I'm not sure the the bowman will, will put out enough. I mean, it's it's 40 attacks uh, hitting on fives. It's, it, I'm not sure it'll it'll make enough uh, impact on the uh, on the high defense stuff. And the siege artillery only hits on five plus as well. So it's like, yeah, okay, one of them will hit each round, but. Yeah. 
Yeah, but that's, sure. but let, let's be a little realistic here, right? He, yeah. let, let's assume he gets 40 shots in. For, mm. for, he gets 40 shots on one target. That's 13 hits, right? They're wounding on what? Let's say sixes. Yeah, mm. that's yeah. two two wounds. Yeah. Then one of the one of the one of the siege artillery hits. That's another what? Four or five wounds. So now we're already at seven. Yeah, but that's all he's shooting at as well. That's all his shooting, yes. No, I have 12, 12, lightning uh, bolts. 12 lightning bolts as well. Yeah. So, the question is, like, I'm not sure, like, you know, I, I think this matchup can be difficult for Jürgen. I agree, and uh, I, I agree that, and I have identified, let's say, the same challenge. But I think that, for what, you met, what happens, for example, if Jürgen just puts all the shooting and just shoots away one flank instead of shooting the center? Let's, yeah. let, let, let's say like you have the Elo eye on the flank and just like, let's say, okay, yeah, fuck it. We put all the infantry in the center. We will march. We will just sit, sit around, wait, do nothing. Wait till these, uh, these elementals show up and then uh, we will uh, somehow charge them. We will put ourselves in range of the tokens and prevent yeah. them from, from digging up anything. And at the yeah. same time, we are shooting with everything we got at the Elo eye. They have defense five. So, um, so we shoot at them a bit, we do, we do a little bit of damage, then we use something small, like, I don't know, a Pegasus or something like that, to, 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 to charge them or even double charge them, and, uh, and, then, and then this is broken down. And then let's say one flank is absolutely exposed, and suddenly you have two, two, two Pegasus sitting on the side, chasing around your priests, chasing around uh, everything that doesn't want to be chased around, and you can drain life, you can bane chant, and then you have to yeah. just grind it out. And Imagine there's the horde, a uh, night horde on that flank, because yeah. then you really have a lot of shit. <laughs> and uh, because you don't like, you don't. At least for me, I can tell you from first-hand experience. Like you don't really take it so serious. You're like, ah, okay, it's a horde, right? Like, okay, they're gonna show up, they are gonna do something, but it's not gonna be the end of the world. It is the end of the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, I can I, imagine that's going to be because yeah, no, I agree. That's because uh, once the Earth Elementals uh, make contact, you're not going to make that much impression on the on the hordes of uh, of men. I, I think. And it, yeah, in the grind, in the grinding, they, they, I think these, I think the uh, the kingdoms of men, this will be able to grind against the dwarves, and then at that point, it's. Uh, about like what you said, the 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 annoying individuals running around flying, casting. Yes. Uh, you have a, you have like they have the caterpillar potion. The only thing that faces them is a fence, linear mm. obstacles. Mm. Okay, then it doesn't matter what else is there. And then of course you have to play really smart with the fence being in the right position to to, to really cause an issue. They are unwieldy, yes, but but and you can chaff them up, also yes, but. I don't see the chaff here. No, it's the Berserker Lord. It's the only. Uh, the but only that's hundred, hundred fucking seventy points, man. Yeah. It's huge. <laughs> so, like, I mean, of course, it's like chaff because it's fearless and and you can't really. But this guy doesn't stand against this horde. You can't forget. No, 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 no. no. <clears throat> and if this, if they can just like show up, just like okay, let's 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 pop this guy, and then see. But um, no, I don't know. I I think it will be. It's 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 interesting because it has a it, it kind of tries to get the the Jürgen where he's weak, right? Like, fuck, we can't really hurt them at the rate that we need to hurt them before they are in our face. 
So, so when Jürgen was painting out those Bowman, I was thinking like, you know, when he posted a picture, he said, ah, you know, I now I have to paint up these Bowman. I made some changes and I like painting, painting, painting. I was thinking, should I say something? Because like, it was my opinion that he shouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you, you can yeah. stop that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess this list, I actually agree. Uh, when I saw, um, saw Bjorn's list with all the different six, uh, I think uh, my setup uh, will may maybe not effective enough uh, because not in I, this matchup. But no. it's, it's like when you played against my list, uh, Simon. All those uh, thousands of shots against defense five and defense six, and I even had regen in my list, and it doesn't really make enough impact. But no, no, against make... another list, uh, they might be very useful. Yeah. 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 But uh, but I, I I think this will be a close game. I think it's a game that will be won on the flanks. Yeah. No, absolutely. I do agree because yeah, they can both uh, grind like one with high defense and one one with high nerve, and then uh, what happens on the flanks is going to decide who is going to win this matchup. And uh, Jürgen has a lot of better chaff to take out uh, Bjorn's uh, flankers. Yeah, I, think I, mean, I mean, he has this. They have no way of like. If he gets them, if he gets, if he's smart, and he he can survive some some of this breath attack shooting, he can get he can chaff up the entire line easily. Like these these uh, these uh, bulwarkers, they are super nice. I love bulwarkers. I have a lot myself, but uh, but they are like they can't shoot. So you can just chaff them up, and you just throw like a militia horde there, like a militia troop there. Okay, doesn't matter. It slows you down one turn. Okay, fuck it. Uh, and and against dwarves in a, in, a, in a scenario where you actually have to advance, you have to control some form of, je- of objective. Being slowed down for a turn is a big deal because of the amount of terrain. If you're so big, you can't march. You're moving at a slow rate. Like just to get halfway across the board takes you half the game. Yep. So. All right. Any other uh, comments on this uh, matchup or this? Yeah, I'm looking forward um, to playing Bjorn. He's a nice guy, good opponent. I played him in Conquest last year. Right. So uh, it should be a good rematch. How did it go? Uh, I won that game. You were playing under then, right? No, I was playing Basileans and he was playing Goblins. Ah. And um, Basileans uh, have a nice edge against Goblins because of the Iron Resolve. So when yeah. you shoot all these small shots, then you also I was just reaching them back. So I think that was a good matchup for me that game, and we'll see this time all what right. happens. I, I really, I realized that I, I I would like to see a lot of these games being played, like this matchup and the one Manuel uh, and Thomas, and uh, I think yours your game as well, uh, Simon. I would. Uh, I think it would be it would be interesting to to see how how they go. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm very excited like for this tournament overall. Like I'm, I have very seldomly been like so excited for a Kings of War tournament. <laughs> no, but like like in all sincerity, like uh, I, of course I all of you know that I love this doubles tournaments which we do the Drizzle of Kings, basically the little brother of this. I love this because I think it's a really good let's say community experience. And I think this year's Reign of Kings is, uh, you know, people we have now kind of... I, I, I really, really sincerely feel that the game is getting better with age. 
um, I think the the, the, the the I think the meta is 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 evolving. It's not boring, um, and and I think that uh, if if you if you look back on our on our Facebook page, and you see that I posted some pictures of this game that Jürgen and I played, like a fully painted Goblin army versus a fully painted Kingdoms of Men army, both with like twenty plus drops. Like man, this is honestly what what we are in the game for. If if yeah. we enjoy if we enjoy the like the optical side, and it's the same for you because I know I told you many times that I really really love your Abyssal Dwarf army because as as there are some conversions, and it's it, it's crafted over a long period of time. And I think as as we get more and more into the game, and as the game develops and gets better, I I mean you know it's and and um. On, I, I'm not sure it was a counter charge maybe a counter charge podcast I um, I listened to one guy in the list builder studio and he said you know Kings of War is a game in which the list okay it does part of the work but you know any good player can win with the list you know it's it's uh, it's also up to the player and I think that recent results have shown because like I, I said I said to Halva too I, I played him on Universal Battle uh because I'm on Papa Permission, so I have some time. So I, I, I played him on, on, on Universal Battle, and I, I've won some games, he's won some games, you know, and I've played with my normal list, and he played some cl- crazy flying circus stuff. So I, uh, I, I really think that, that, let's say, the player makes, uh, makes a big difference. So if you, if you don't win, of course it's easy to say, ah, you know, this list, this, 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 less that, but... You know, it, sometimes it's really good to just, you know, take a step back, be a bit introspective and say, okay, what could I have done different instead of taking the easy out and blaming it on the list? So when, when, when we look at the field here, I think we have, a, you know, any of these lists can win. Anybody can win. And this is really nice about the game, I think. I think it shows at least a lot of um, variation. I, I mean, this is a, obviously this is a very small sample size and... Uh, it's a very varying. Let's see, um, there's some very good players, very experienced players, and there's some very new players. <clears throat> but I also think, like from 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 experience and from listening to other podcasts and other tournaments, that there's a lot of. I remember when in Warhammer Edition, with like talking about, okay, he brought the high elf list. It had like one of the three lists that the high elves use, or yeah, they, uh, like two of the lists that the undead used or vampire counts or whatever, and you don't really see that much in this game, I think. No, it's perfect. It's I think it's really, really, really good, and I think that like if you expand the horizons a bit and you say okay, because I know there was a discussion, sh- should the rules committee have the chance to recost units? Yeah, mm. I-, I think they absolutely should. I mean, if you look at it, you know, of course it. Miniature side, okay. Mantic just released this really nice miniatures uh, within the uh, this uh, Vanguard release. Like uh, I bought a giant myself; it's beautiful. Now I have like six giants. I don't know what I'm gonna do with six giants, but <laughs> but this one was very very nice. So I, I mean, I five painted giants, and now I got the really nice one coming in, and I'm like, okay, what I'm gonna do with this one? But okay, anyways, not the not not the point. The point is that okay, Mantic is making nice minis, but the rules committee are keeping the game alive. Yeah. They they are making sure they are listening to the community. They are evolving it. They are not, and I like how they are very measured in the in the way they handle things. Like they don't go full tilt. Okay, we mm-hmm. we have a lot of alpha strike lists. Oh, we have to nerf it full tilt. No, they very gradually do it and see what happens. And I think 
it has it creates a dynamic matter and i think it creates uh, and in even in our small community that that we have in norway i think it's it's very good we have different players winning all over we don't have like one guy that goes everywhere destroys everybody no it can be anybody there's four or five guys here that we talked about uh, tonight that can win this yeah and even if they don't if you are let's say one of the five and you don't win it you're going to have five great games because each game you show up and each game you have a challenge so each game you earn your win it's not a given and i think that's great very nice okay any uh, other uh, comments or predictions or other no i think we covered it uh, what about best painted what do we have on best painted I know Eirik is not coming, so maybe somebody can, <laughs> somebody else can win. Yeah, Philip True. isn't coming as well. <laughs> yeah, so okay. Yeah, Philip uh, would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. It's uh, it's uh, all up in the up, all up in the air at this point. Yeah, it's actually quite. That's a good thing actually, because I think yeah. um, not that I don't uh, wouldn't like for Philip to win, but uh, now we are there are many guys like with okay painting uh, skills and uh, many guys have put a lot of effort into their armies even though they may may, may not be like every, every metal uh, painter painters so I think, I think uh, it's a more even playing field yeah it is the, it is the painting part so we create, create some excitement around the painting contest yeah. as well I think so. I think, Jürgen, if you really, you know, you want to go crazy on your two uh, regiments, man, maybe you can pull it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, this will be speed painting all the way. Paint eyes on all the bowmen. Oh, never, uh, never. How can, they, I mean, if they don't have eyes, they can't hit nothing. It's not possible. Yeah, that's why they're so bad. <laughs> <laughs> because Jürgen painted our eyes, so we have, like, blotchy eyes. <laughs> Only range 5 plus. <laughs> No, but that's uh, and just coming back to uh, to Trull's uh, statement uh, from the beginning. I think in the evening, you know, if anybody is interesting, just sign up for the for the zombie side. Right now, only Trull to sign up, so we are only two guys. Yeah, um, I wanted to sign up, but I thought it would be strange if all the the TOs uh, gang up and play a game <laughs> just between themselves. <laughs> no. <laughs> And you know, well, it's a, like, oh, we're playing this game. You guys can do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this, uh, you know, that this uh, this game actually is. Uh, I can tell you because I, you know, every once in a while I I, I play uh, with my with my sambo and all. And this game is great because anybody that comes visit and I have a lot, of, you know, from my past, I have a lot of friends that are not necessarily war gamers, and and all of them enjoy this game. Because it's cooperative, everybody plays it together, everybody has a, a, a really good time. I, I didn't have one single person in all the years that I played it that, that comes out and says, ah, you know, this is a shit game, you know. <laughs> I, I had, I had the, my, my, uh, from my family members that, that, that were above 60 years old, they were making chainsaw sounds. That's all I knew. <laughs> so, so, I mean, nice. you know. There's nothing cool. like uh, like the zombies. Yeah, this is fucking cool, man. And everybody yeah. should should be okay. This was parental advisory, but and anybody should uh, should uh, should at least try it. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. And at least, I mean, after what I hear, it's it's not like either of those games are gonna take like hours and hours. So it's not. No, no, I mean, no, no. If, if there are people, you could also always like do uh, one game of. Uh, 
death zone or whatever it's called in one game or something like that as well. Yeah, 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 of course you can. You can like, uh, yeah, but I'm telling you, once you have yeah. started to complete the mission, like, you really want to complete the mission. It's not so simple, you know, because once you have escaped your the zombies in the first one, maybe you want to uh, fight back in the second mission. So we will see what happens. All right, cool, cool. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Okay, well, I think uh, we can uh, wrap it all up. It's sure. been a nice, uh, nice uh, walkthrough of, uh, of the lists and the predictions, and I'm uh, looking forward to this weekend. You can reach us on Twitter at KLW Oslo, or you can contact us by email, giantdwarfpodcast at gmail.com